guys, welcome to another side episode of Culture Sports. In this episode, whew, basketball is back, baby, and it's coming back tonight. I just feel like yesterday we just recorded the Bucks winning the championship, but you know, time flies when you're having fun. But anyways, also with football, <laughs> football coats, you know, second one in the season, and, and I'm gonna read some outstanding numbers from Carson Wentz, who's been playing phenomenal, and also the Eagles had a tough day against the Buccaneers, but you know that's a tale for um, later on. And before we start, guys, uh, Lamont, where can they find you at? I'm at Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram at God's Dirty Hands. All right. And also, please hit the subscribe button. Let's get right into it. So, Lamont, basketball's back, baby. The Lakers, Um, yesterday I heard they re-signed um, Aver Bradley off of waivers. I believe I think the Warriors didn't want him anymore or whatever. But we basically re-signed the entire, besides two people, the entire 2020 championship team. Besides Danny Green and McGee, which is, I'm okay with that. I don't, I don't need Danny Green back. If they want Danny Green, they can have me over there and I can shoot threes for them and miss and get beat in defense, uh, offense all day long. But real quick, the Lakers, you know, they went and got probably one of the best point guards they had in Lakers franchise and probably say about since the Derrick Fisher days. Um, besides that, who's really the, the best point guard besides that? Magic Johnson. So I, I feel like Westbrook is already, you know, the, the third or fourth best point guard of all time in the Lakers history. One thing, LeBron's healthy again. The last time he missed some time was, I think, two years ago, the Gorn injury, and he had a healthy, you know, a long offseason. He came back healthy and basically was able to dominate the league. <coughs> last year, he had a nagging ankle injury, which to take him out. He wasn't full healthy against the Phoenix Suns. And Anthony Davis, I hope to God his goddamn groin is okay and he's good to go. One thing about Anthony Davis, he's – Scares me every time he falls on the ground. I'm like, please, please be okay. Please be okay. Please be okay. Well, he had a, a long offseason. Remember, the Lakers had about, what, about two and a half months or even a month off since the last shift chain going right into the season. So they were just still banged up and didn't have time to be healthy. And also, there was just too much partying up. But right now, Lakers had a long, long offseason. They signed a lot of good players, like Carmelo Anthony, who has a lot to prove. And basically, he's been saying the whole offseason, this is it for me. I have nothing else. Like, if I, if I can't get it done here, I can't get into nowhere. So I, I feel like this year, you know, Melo's going to have you know, a chip in his shoulder and he's going to put everybody like, I'm still that guy. Also, we signed DeAndre Jordan. Hopefully we can utilize him. One thing I noticed, like when Miami had a big three, um, Warriors had that crazy team. Last year, you know, a few years ago with uh, the Lakers and then Brooklyn Nets, like, they don't tend to utilize their bigs as they should. So hopefully we can, you know, utilize DeAndre Jordan. Also, we have Dwight Howard coming back. You know, he was definitely a great, you know, off the bench type of energy coming off. And Westbrook, if he could have gotten it done with Kevin Durant, he could have gotten it done with, you know, James Harden. <laughs> you, you're damn right. He, he hopefully could get done with LeBron James. And I feel like, you know, hopefully that dynamic, you know, him having a tough leadership around him will hopefully change his game somewhat, you know, him because he sometimes Westbrook is not really efficient from the field. Granted, he gave you a lot of triple doubles and all that stuff, which, you know, truly amazing. And I'm going to be scared one game if LeBron is one rebound away and Westbrook's one rebound away. Who's going to fight for that last rebound? <laughs> you know, both of them is going to go after it. But I, I feel like this team, you know, is, is definitely equipped now to, you know, hang with the Warriors that's coming back up again with the Phoenix Suns, the Clippers. I feel like, you know, I'm, yes, I'm going to be biased. I'm a big LeBron fan. I think we all know that since, you know, culture sports has been starting. Um, but I feel like the Lakers are definitely going to make a, a, a big splash this year and easily be a, a top three seed in the NBA this year. So, Lamar, what, what's your thoughts on the 
Miami Heat. Man, uh, with the rest and the pieces they put <clears throat> in place, that team is is I, I could see. I wouldn't be surprised if it was LA versus Miami again in the finals because you lost Drake Jay Crowder last year, which I said was hurtful to us, and then this year we pick up the Morris twin, who is similar to Crowder. They could both hit threes. They could both play defense, and they'll get in your face. Now, the biggest upgrade is that we got Kyle Laurie. That is probably going to be one of the most significant moves that we made because now you have a legitimate point guard defensively and offensively. Drogic is he could score, but he's a liability on defense. Now you have a solidified all-star, and you're pairing him with Bam, who's been playing great. Butler, who's fresh now, man, I expect nothing. But besides the East, I'm not scared of nobody. None of them teams are scary. Like Brooklyn, you don't have Kyrie. I don't trust Kevin Durant or James Harden to do it, just them. The Bucks, no, like I said, they won at the perfect time. All All the pieces fell in place for the Bucks. To have the perfect Cinderella run. That's how I felt. And I told you that from the beginning. You know, Miami gets beat. They beat Miami, right? They beat like a tired Miami team. Miami did not look like Miami. Then, and then, you know, you know, you got, they didn't have to face the Sixers because Ben Simmons doesn't want to shoot the ball. (laughs) Doesn't want to dunk on anybody. And then the Nets. It was literally just KD. They literally had all the chips fall in there. Like, if they would have lost, it would have been, to me, the biggest missed opportunity ever. So I just – but the NBA is looking good. Yes, as um, talent spread out the entire league. And right now we're going to go through each team and we're going to just, you know, see how – give our thoughts how they're going to do this year. And first up is New Orleans. They did nothing. Trash. They did. <laughs> they did nothing to help out Zion at all. They just said, well, "Zion, you got this," and he's already hurt for the first two years. One thing about him going to New Orleans, he's gained a lot, a lot of weight since he's been there. I don't know it's the food out there, but um, New Orleans just a uh, franchise just falling apart year by year. That, listen, he put on way too much weight. That's that's what's hurting him and his game. All right, Lamont, what you thought on on Dallas? Same team we've been seeing. They're not going to make it to the finals, I'll tell you that. They can knock out the Clippers again, though, probably. One thing about Dallas, what did they do this year to help out Luka? Nothing. And exactly. Eventually, these stars right now are getting frustrated. They're tired of losing early, and, they, you know, they want some change. And for Dallas not to do absolutely nothing, it's just a reason I think they resigned Tim Hardaway Jr. He's a good shooter, but he's streaky. He's high, he's high. When he's cold, he is horrible. Next, we got Denver. Denver's going to be there every single year. They're a good team. Um, we got Murray coming back, which is good for the NBA, and I'm also a big Murray fan. So Denver, they're going to be a top-five team next year. Listen, out of all the teams you named earlier, like you named Golden State, the Lakers, you named another team or two. Yo, that's the scariest team by far. And I'll tell you, like I told you before, if any team – that if I got put money against LeBron in the West, it would be that team. That team is solid. 
And then you got Michael Porter. Like now, you got to remember too, they got Aaron Gordon at the deadline. They didn't have all that, a whole offseason and shit. Now you got Murray. <laughs> I don't even care who your two guard is. You have <laughs> Porter Williams, Aaron Gordon, and the Joker. Dude, That's that could be literally like a serious, like when the Warriors had four, four all-stars on a team. It could be like that. <coughs> All right, next we got Golden State. Golden State, they're definitely going to be a, a comeback team this year. Also, Clay Thompson's at least comeback either Christmas game or I think early January, which is good for the NBA because you know, I'm a big Clay Thompson fan. And it's crazy. We haven't seen, you know, Clay, Curry, and Jamon together just done three since game seven of the NBA Finals a few years back when the Cavaliers beat them. So, I feel like they'll be back to you know, the whole Warriors, you know, who we used to be on being dominated in the three-point line and all that stuff. And Curry, you know, definitely had an amazing year last year, showing that, he, you know, he, he is a star. He can, he can carry a team as far as he can. And Warriors, look out for them. Um, I'm not scared of the Warriors. I, I don't – I need to see the chemistry. Uh, what scares me is Clay's been gone a while. Now, Steph showed you that he could do it alone. But Draymond's not the same Draymond as before either. Age, that team really doesn't scare me. Uh, the person I need to step up for that team to really, like, be put the whole West on notice is Wiggins. Wiggins has to play like the player he was drafted. Number one overall, give me some. Period. <clears throat> next week at Houston, there's not much to say. It's going to be a bottom-tier team for the next five years. Jalen Green is going to – Ball out and win rookie of the year. I've been saying it. That boy can ball. All right. Next, we got Clippers. Clippers, it's going to be Paul George show for the next, I think, for the whole year. I don't think Kawhi's coming back this year. Me, personally, he has a torn, I, mean, I think, a minor tear in his. And you know how Kawhi is when it comes to his injuries. He ain't coming back, so you feel like he's 100%. And I don't think Kawhi might come back maybe March or not at all. Um, this is going to sound crazy. But from what Paul George showed us was flashes of old Paul George of carrying a team. I like them with him carrying the team over Kawhi. Mm. Lakers already said it. I feel like they're going to be a top three team this year. You know, <coughs> they resigned a 2020 team, again, like I said earlier, and they got a lot, a lot of shooters, you know, just spread out for Westbrook and AD and LeBron. It's going to be a good year for the Lakers. Why, why are we talking about this? We already know. All the disrespect. First off, LeBron doesn't social media anything. LeBron is social media. That means one thing, NBA. It's over. He's going to destroy every team in the West. He's going to, he, he's to prove a point. And people are acting like Melo just wasn't balling for two years in Portland wild. Like, oh, you forgot for the past two years, Melo's been balling. Oh, you forgot Westbrook averaged two seasons of a triple double. Oh, you forgot. <laughs> okay. Okay. Next, uh, I don't. I don't got much to say. The Timberwolves. It's you're gonna get the same thing every year. Nothing. Yo, cat is trash, bro. That's just how I feel. He's soft. Um, for that team to be something, I would get rid of him because Anthony Edwards is good. De D'Angelo Russell is good. I mean, maybe trade Cat and try to get something to, to, to mesh with them. But right now, that team is bottom feeder. Next, we got Phoenix Suns. I'm going to say it today. I'm going to defend what I say. 
they lost a golden opportunity to win a championship last year, a golden, golden opportunity. <coughs> Every team got better than the West. Every team got better than the East. And Chris Paul, you know, <laughs> I hate to say he's going to probably pull a hamstring this year and probably get injured. And one thing I heard today or yesterday, they didn't, they don't want to re- – um, they didn't give a contract extension yet for Ian, and that's why they're going to, you know, probably piss him off and pull some shit that he probably won't be out of there. That team – it is like I said with the Bucks, those teams were the most fortunate teams by injuries, tiredness, and a short season. They blew their chance. I don't think Aiton resigns with them. So I don't think they do good this year. <clears throat> if I'm Aiton, I'm I'm playing not to get hurt. I'm gonna put up my I'm playing for me now. Now I'm gonna dominate as an individual, even if the team sucks. Right, this year, oh, I feel bad for this man. Um, Port, uh, Portland, Damian Leonard, he, he's so loyal, but sometimes loyalty, you know, could be, you know, can hurt you in the NBA per se. Because Portland really hasn't done much to, you know, to give him another star. They basically say, hey, do it by yourself out there. You got CJ, you know, who's who's a good scorer at times, but Damian can only do so much. And being, they'll make it to the playoffs this year. You know, I mean, Damian alone is an AC by himself, <laughs> but. So much talent to be gone in the AC every single year. Eventually, he's gonna get tired, and the tiredness is, is gonna have to. He's gonna have to demand a trade soon or demand something because this man is too good to be, you know, where he's at. I'm just gonna say this: There's teams that if they if they got Dame, that their teams are ridiculous, and nobody's making a move, and it, it's uh, it makes me wonder. But Dame, if you pay attention to what Dame said, he said this year he's in Portland. I think they showed him enough after this that he's going to go. where He could go to any team and make that team a contender, in my opinion. But if he were to, for example, if Boston makes a move and pick him up, that's crazy. It'll be crazy. One team I like him from to the beginning, Philadelphia. Yeah. But but listen, if Philly could trade Ben for him, head up, right? The league fucked up because <laughs> there's no way Tobias, Embiid, and Lillard together and healthy. You can't really stop that, bro. Definitely can't. Because now Embiid is literally down low alone, one on one coverage. Santo. Next, we got the Kings. Not, not really much to say. Wait, what? The Kings. Uh, I don't, I don't recall. <laughs> um, <clears throat> my steeper team this year. I'm, I got. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the Spurs. I feel like they're gonna make the playoffs this year. After they missed it last year, I feel like they're gonna make the playoffs this year. I think Popovich is gonna definitely get the team together and make it back to the playoffs. Yeah, Kev's crazy. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> no. Next, I'm actually disappointed in the Spurs. They have a lot of potential. Um, maybe Pop just doesn't have it anymore. Maybe it's around that time where you know you got to look yourself in the mirror and be like, "I'm at my crossroad. This isn't it anymore." All right, next, the OKC. They messed up by letting uh, CP3 go because you know he held that team down again. <coughs> Remember when I, I think we did. The coaches was in the beginning when I was like, yeah, I don't see this team becoming shit. And they made up to the sixth seed. And they you said, let me let me rephrase. I asked you, 
Can they be a 500 team? You told me I was fucking crazy. <laughs> then I proceeded. Then I proceeded to tell you I believe they could be the four or five seed. And you told me, Phillips, whatever you're smoking, stay off of it. There's no way. And then literally when they were the sixth seed, I text you and said, do you remember our conversation? And you were like, you were fucking right. And that was it. You didn't say nothing else. You just, you were right. <laughs> Next year, Utah, they last year the number one seed. I don't think that happened this year. Um, they need to put another star around Donovan Mitchell. I know it's a matter of time, you know, way being out there, the culture might change. But as of right now, it's going to be the same thing. Utah gets the second round and get bounced out. Yeah, sadly. Because, listen, Gobert isn't – he's strictly defense, so you still need – I mean, you have Jordan Clarkson, but he's he's hot and cold, too. He's streaky, so you need a, a – why not – why, yo, uh, why not trade for Lillard? Have <laughs> Lillard and Mitchell. That's a that's OD. Like, you don't need anybody else to score. They're going to give you about 80. All right, one of my favorite players on the team, Jay, Jay um, Morant. Definitely up and coming star and Memphis, few more years away, becoming an easier top five <coughs> for the next few years. And I see it happening soon. I say they're about a year or two out. Um, they need to make a big acquisition, whether it's a trade or free agency, to get a solidified veteran in there that can change that culture. Right now, it's just a bunch of young boys balling, but they look great. If anybody's a sleeper team to make it into the playoffs, it's them. All right, well, that was our West picks, you know, for our preview for this year. Later on throughout the year, we'll give, you know, more insights to the NBA. But right now, we still got the East. We got one of our, one of our you know, consistent followers, Isaac, you know, who, who said that we talk so much shit on the Atlanta. But Isaac ain't going to stop now. Why would I? Last year was a one-year Cinderella run. They had a fantastic run, but it's not going to happen this year again. I do not see them going back-to-back Eastern Conference Finals. I see them getting bounced on the first round. Um, I'm not going to come at you sideways, Isaac. <laughs> I told you from the beginning. I'll say it again. I've been a big um, – and, Kev, you know I've said that I feel like Atlanta is on the crust, the, the crisp of greatness, but it's not there yet. I I literally feel like, again, it's a, a team that needs a veteran player that can get their mindset because they're hot and cold. You'll see them go on a, a run, and then you see them play a game, and you'll be like, just the old Atlanta Hawks now? Like, do we just going to go backwards? That team, to me, I, and I've said it, I'll say it again, I just don't think um, that run was enough for me to say that they're solidified with the way the year went. I, I, I need to see this year what these guys can do. Um, if they're not – Making the playoffs doesn't mean nothing to me. You got to make the playoffs and be top four seed. Just like you were last year, be a top four seed with every team healthy and stuff. Then, then I'll give you some credit. But they do have a lot of young young stars up there. Yeah, but I, like I said before, um, I, I'm a big Trey Young fan. Well, I'm not, some things he does I don't I don't like at all with, you know, his sticking his butt out and all that stuff. But when he did in the playoffs and, and like, Play that villain role. I definitely love that a lot. And that Josh uh, Collins uh, dude is definitely nice. Those, those two dynamic right now is going to be great for the NBA and future for the big future for the Hawks between them two. And don't forget, that's not a foul anymore. That's not a foul anymore. So now Trey Young is fucked. All right, next we got Boston. Um, not really much to say. They're, they're a consistent playoff team. They'll be in the playoffs again. 
Um, maybe this year, Jason Tina could probably switch it up and, uh, you know, take, <coughs> take his game to another level, which he's been doing every single year. Um, still not a fan of Dennis Schroeder being on that team, but ever since they did Isaiah Thomas wrong, they've been hit with the injury buff on point guards for the past five years, and I think they're going to have it again this year. Kev, Kev got a lot of hate in his blood, like always. Um, Schroeder was a great pickup for them. At at a bargain because the boy the boy turned down ADM. Do we have Chicago? Ooh, honestly, this is one of my favorite all around built teams. I feel like Chicago is. I've been a fan of, of Lonzo. I just felt like his dad put so much pressure on Lonzo that you know he it was gonna take him time to be the player I thought he was. And now, like, this team is, like, you got Lonzo, you got DeMar, you got fucking <clears throat> Alex Caruso, who we know he can ball. Then you got uh, Derek Jones Jr., you got Zach Levine, and you have Vujicic. And Patrick Williams, Kobe White. This team is low-key stacked, bro. Like, they got a nice mixture of young young bulls and a couple old heads. This team reminds me of, of the late 2000 teams with Derrick Rose, Joaquin Noah, <laughs> that squad right there, and with Jimmy Butler and all that stuff. Like, uh, I think Luan Dang, Carlos Boozer. I feel like this kind of reminds me of them, just more athletic. And yeah. this right here, Bulls, because this Bulls team could definitely be, you know, scary and easy be a top five team next year in the East. Well, this year in the East. Most definitely. <laughs> Next team, I I don't really have much to say. Um, Cleveland, yeah. Anyways, that team is like ten years, twenty years from even being in the talk of being in the playoffs. But oh, they do have, but they always trade their talent. Like they traded Kevin Porter Jr. to the Rockets, and he's balling. And it's like, so why'd you trade it? Whatever. Yeah, I mean the the the, the, the starting players are me and you. That's, I can't even, I can't even name their starting five, to be honest. Shit, they won't pay me a couple mil. Shit, I'll go out there. All right, next we got the Troy Pistons. Not much to really say either. Uh, yeah. Uh, they're going to be a lottery team for the next few years. Yeah. But uh, Kate Cunningham is going to be a, a baller, but they need a few years. <clears throat> next we got the Pacers. They're usually always in the play of contention every single year. They're just a good solidified team. And why would it change this year? I, I see them making the, the playoffs either as a seven or eight seed. I actually think a few teams in the East have gotten better that they might not make the playoffs. Mm. All right, next we got Lamont's team, Miami Heat. Come on, dog. You already know. It's easily top three team in the East with yeah. the way that roster is constructed. I was just going to say that right now. Miami is, is, is built to be a top three seed and then. This year's East is definitely going to be fun. Uh, Jimmy's healthy, um, rested, especially, again, you know, the rumors about him and Rachel Nicholas. But anyways, um, we got Bam. We got uh, Kyle Lowry. Like, he's going to bring that, you know, championship pedigree to, to that Miami Heat, and I feel like they're going to make, you know, big strides next year. Agreed. Next year, next with the Bucks, they're not repeating. Sorry to say, hey, I, I don't even see them coming out of the Eastern Conference Finals if they make it that far. Um, I just feel like they didn't do enough to to help Giannis. No, they said let's run it back. Giannis, you'll do it again. <laughs> okay. But from what I read, though, Giannis has definitely big work in his jumper a lot, a lot this offseason. So if he can get that consistent jumper and consistent three, 
<laughs> My he's God. still not. He's still not making it to the finals. He's gonna dominate, but he's not making it to the finals. All right. Next, we got um Lamont's boy Kyrie. Um, without him, I, it's gonna be tough because you know he's. I understand you know it's your choice and all that stuff, but him not getting the vaccination has put his team in a damper. And right now, it's more James Harden, Kevin Durant, carry the team, and that's it. Because I really don't know they have a a decent bench. Remember, they got rid of their entire bench, and you know they Patty Mills. Yes, yes, Patty Mills. But besides that, they don't have really have depth. You know, I mean, they traded their young talent to get these all these players here. Shout, uh, let's shout out Mick. Mick Mac 31, Josh, his team is the Nets. Um, Kyrie, I respect it. He don't want to take the vaccine. He shouldn't have to. At this point, just lie about it, bro. Get a fake vaccine card. Like, it, it's kind of ridiculous that you're going to tell this man he can't play because he don't want to get a shot. Well, I'm sorry that if you're educated and you look into it, that more people with the shot die than people without it. But okay, so you can't be mad at him. But I understand Kyrie has like a curse over his head where it's a dark cloud. Like even if he's being a good teammate, somehow something happens that makes him look like he's selfish. And he's not. He's not being selfish. And the sad part is with the flashes we've seen with KD, Harden, and Kyrie. when them Scary. Three, scary. Yo, bro, super scary. But now it's just like trade. I, I, I hear a lot of rumors in the Philly for Ben. Do not send Kyrie and Embiid. They will cook a lot of y'all niggas like shrimp fried rice. <laughs> <coughs> well, uh, Mr. Nickback, good luck this year with your Brooklyn Nets and Kyrie Irving. Next, we got uh, New York. They'll, they'll be back in the playoffs this year. You know, like I said, you know, Julius Randle has proven, proven that he's a hell of a, a star and up-and-coming star. Knicks definitely have a great young time with uh, Kemba Walker there, Derrick Rose, and I, when the Knicks are good, the NBA is better. Yeah, um, I just I just hope they don't choke like they choked last year in the playoffs. Because that inexperience, they look like deer in the headlights, and it sh- wasn't good. <coughs> yeah. All right, next we got Orlando. Not much to really say. Lottery team. People in Orlando are going to hate us. If they watch out there, <laughs> all the teams we talk junk on, they're like, I hate this show. <laughs> I love it. I'm giving you motivation. I, I, I want to talk about this team, <laughs> the Sixers. Ben Simmons reportedly um, got kicked out of uh, practices today and got suspended for one game. If you guys did not see the video yesterday when they were breaking the huddle, he's on the back, dribbling the, dribbling the ball, not being part of the team. This right here, Lamont, remind this is worse what happened last year. Carson Wentz doesn't even touch, touch the Bears minimum of what Carson went through last year. And I think this is worse with, with, than what the T.O. did. What T.O. did, he got suspended. Well, he got he left practice because he wanted more money. Which is- no, they sent him home. And his agent told him to stay in shape, so he was working out on the lawn. <laughs> but the day, Yeah, but T.O. just wanted more money, which he was deserving because he was the best wide receiver in the game. But anyways, Ben Simmons is not even the best point guard in the game and not even near it. And right now, he's causing so much mayhem with the Sixers right now. And... But him to even be there, I I don't I don't even understand why. Yeah, I know because he don't want to get lose money and that stuff. But you're messing up the chemistry with the team. And Joel and B was like, I don't know if you saw the interview. So he was like, I don't care about that dude. Right now, more about who's here and more about building this chemistry right here. As of right now, him with the Sixers is completely done. When your best player says, "Yo, I'm done with you," 
you can't come back from this. I'm sorry to say there is no way you can salvage this right here. Because like, even Danny Green saying it, and like people are coming outspoken, just talking literally about him to the media. And when that's happening, there's no way to salvage this. Ben Simmons, the days of Sixers are completely over. And the day he comes back to Philly, you thought LeBron come back to Philly was, I mean, LeBron come back to Cleveland was bad. And coming back to Philly is going to be even worse. You're completely correct. He's him being there is such a nuisance. I will pay him not to come. I'll pay you not to play for these next five years. Don't play. Fuck it. You're hurting yourself. Nobody's going to want you. All right. Next, we got the Washington Wizards. Once again, loyalty can sometimes can be hindered in the NBA. Brady Bill. Bradley Beal is too loyal to the Wizards that he doesn't want to get traded out there. And right now, he's just known, known for his score and, and known for losing because right now Washington is not going anywhere no time soon. Yeah, Westbrook came out with a report saying he told – he asked Bradley if he wanted out. Like, yo, would you – would you like, you should get a trade. And he said, no, nah, I'm good. I'm going to stay here. Good luck, bro. Great <laughs> player. and You're not going to do much there. Toronto, I feel like they digress, especially when um, Laurie go. Right now, you just got Siakam and um, the person who looks like Drake. I can't remember his name right now. Van Vliet. Yeah, Van Vliet. Um, Van Vliet. Can they play off? Sure, as an AC. But as of right now, they just regress so much with losing so many talent the past couple of years. Uh, they don't make the playoffs, dude, at all. I don't think they're going to sniff the playoffs. All right, next we got one of my favorite players, um, Hornets. They're definitely an up-and-coming team. The Melo plays with a lot of flash. Um, that, that's an up-and-coming team. And I, you know what? I'm not 100% sure. They think they missed the playoffs last year, right? Or did they barely missed it? They missed – I think they lost the playoff playing game. Uh, but this year, I think Hornets definitely making playoffs this year. Agreed. Um... So what Kev, when Kev said, his, uh, you know, one of his favorite players, he was talking about P.J. Wash, uh, PJ Washington, whose baby mom is Brittany <laughs> Wyman, and, uh, you know, played, played him out crazy. So that's Kev's favorite player. I wanted to talk about the Hornets because you signed LaMelo, I mean, LiAngelo, cut him within 24 hours. That just sounds fishy to me. Hey, what the fuck? Whatever. It's like he's being blackballed. <laughs> yes. Well, that was definitely an NBA preview. Like I said, throughout the season, we'll be talking about NBA as uh, much as we possibly can because right now we're just so much invested in football right now. And I'm talking about football, let's go right into it. First game of the week was the Buccaneers and Eagles. Come on, what's your thoughts on that game? Okay. <laughs> Since you asked. <laughs> <clears throat> Again, the defense playing great. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, we have terrible coaching right now. Um, the way our running backs is being handled is ludicrous. I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. <clears throat> One carry from running backs in the first half. Then you go to the fourth quarter. You get the ball back with 845 on the clock. Fourth quarter, you were down 14. First play. Well, not the first play. Second play, you hand it, you hand it to... Sanders, he takes it 23 yards. The very next play, you give it to him again, he gets 14. Clearly, the defense cannot stop him. 
But why are you waiting to the fourth quarter to do such a thing? I don't know. It's pretty ridiculous. I don't understand. He Sanders finishes the game with nine carries. Hurts has 10. Again, if you're going to play quarterback in this league, Jalen Hurts, play fucking quarterback. If not, get the fuck off the field. <clears throat> terrible passer. Terrible decision maker. Terrible arm. He's terrible. But I think worst of all, we still have Howie. Howie is clearly a problem. You just traded Zach Ertz. Let me say that again. You traded Zach Ertz for peanuts. A man who tells you, I want to be here. I want to retire. You say, F you. Trade them all for nothing. Your team doesn't get better. Our team got worse. And then you trade them to the Cardinals, who are now even more dangerous. That makes sense, man. But then again, my defense is playing pretty damn good, surprisingly, which I don't really, I'm not mad at, but <clears throat> we thought Tom Brady was going to go crazy. 34 for 42 is great, but only 297. I, I would have expected him to go way more crazy on us. They did decent in the uh, stopping the run. Antonio Brown killed us. Even though he only had 93 yards, that boy was definitely cooking. Like, every third down they needed. I already knew. I'm like, it's going to this dude, man. It's going to Antonio. Boom. Whatever. The Eagles suck. Coach sucks. Chip Kelly era 2.0. You got to get rid of Howie. All right. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Eagles game. Jalen Hurts, he doesn't have an uh, NFL arm right now. It's it's still to be determined. Uh, Nick Sirianni has been doing some horrible call playing. Uh, I don't know about you, Lamar, but when I watch him, sometimes he looks lost out there. He's like, what? A deer the headlights. I'm like, what? What am I doing right now? Where? Why am I doing this? And um, to not to utilize Miles Sanders, who's probably your best offensive weapon as of today, is ludicrous. Um, I, I don't understand why I abandoned the run when the bend the running always helps the quarterback, you know, to play action, you know, all those other things. And it doesn't make sense at all. And to trade Zach Ertz, that's, that's another questionable call right there. Cause you trade Carson Wentz and right now he's having a career year. Is Ertz going to have a career year with the Cardinals for the next, next uh, couple months? Like these players are not bad. It's just the Eagles management just not don't want to give them chances. They Zach Ertz is for me personally, a top 10 ego of all time. Easily a top 10 and for you to get rid of him still in his productive career. Like if it was like three years from now, he's the tail end can't do much completely understandable. Basically they with Brian Dawkins traded to the Broncos, but as of right now, he still has lots of game left in him. You said like with Brian Dawkins, he made the pro bowl the next two years. <laughs> Yo, that, you know what the real problem is, bro. The offense is a high school offense. It's basic. We're just going to try to screen. Why are you throwing so many screens? Somebody chat, help me. Why? <laughs> Why? I don't know. And once the Buccaneers, they did what they had to do. Um, they just go in there. Then they play conservative in the fourth quarter. They just, you know, ran it down. He throws with a Fernet. Basically, what I said earlier, when you want to be a bad team, just run it up ball and take control of the, of the time of possession. That's what they did. So not really much to say about that. All right, moving on to Dolphins and Jaguars. I picked. I think we both picked the Jaguars. My man, Grind Man, won his first game in London. Dolphins right now are trending so damn bad. 
to the point that yo, today, make that trade for Deshaun Watson at this point. Tua is not that guy. No, anybody gets Deshaun, let me get him. <laughs> What's your thoughts on that game? I think, like we said, we both picked them. I didn't think Tua was going to play. Tua played. Um, Jags won. I don't even know if I picked them or not. I can't remember. All right, next we got Packers and Bears. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is one disrespectful ass dude. When he scored that touchdown, he was a, I own you guys. This man is 22 and five in his entire career against the Bears. Yes, he does own the Bears. And he is the Bears' best quarterback ever. He never played for the Bears. Fucking Rodgers, man. <laughs> Fucking Rodgers. <clears throat> Good. It, Rodgers being Rodgers, man. And then there's talks that they might try to trade for Odell. My God. I don't know. I don't I don't like it. All right, next we got Bengals and Lions. As uh, I keep saying every single week, Joe Burrow and Jamal, Jamal Chase, that duo, is, that connection, they never left each other. It's they, it, they've been in perfect sync since day one and has never missed a beat since 2019. Yeah. Jamar Chase, I think as of right now, his first six game is on par with Randy Moss's rookie year. Jamar Chase, top can be easy top top receiver the next year or two. That's how did you see is. the did you see the block so uh for for Mixon so he could score? Mm, that boy, he's a football player. And then you know, like I've been saying, the Bengals is a I think they're serious. Their defense could use some help, but that offense is very serious. Um, one thing about the Lions, I'm going to say this, they're trending downwards even worse. Well, I think the head coaches came out and said, Jerry Goff, you need to step it up more. It's not a good sign right now when you're down 0-6. All right, Colts and Texans. Woo! <sighs> about damn time we won another game. But for the past three weeks, um, since they started running the ball against the Dolphins, Carson Wentz has been playing his best, best, best football out there. I think for the past three games, he has over 800 yards, 124 QB rating, six touchdowns, and zero interception. Carson Wentz has been playing fantastic. Like I always say, Carson Wentz has not been the problem. It's been the defense, offensive line, not running the ball. But guess what? We ran the ball. Well, two things real quick. Carson Wentz was a surgeon out there. Two 50-yard bombs in that game. One to Paris Campbell to get to give us the, the first touch on the game. It sucks. Look, Paris Campbell is a great, great receiver, but he cannot stay healthy to save his life. And for, for people who don't know who Paris Campbell is, he's one of the best off, uh, Ohio State receivers of all time. When he got, when he scored a touchdown, the um, defender landed on his ankle, uh, his foot out for the year. Campbell has been hurt every single year. I this year, he you know he changed his number. Maybe you know things can change for him. And to see him get injured again, I hate to see you know players who try their hardest keep getting injured. You know Campbell, wish you the best, man. And then the second fifty-yard bomb, <laughs> the ghost himself. T. Wild Hilton, first game back since getting his neck surgery um, earlier in the week. He he contemplated uh, retiring. He talked to Andrew Luck about that. I'm like, that's not the right man to talk to about retirement. But I understand him and Andrew have that connection. And who better to ask about, you know, somebody who retired and, you know, to get that good advice from. But T. Wild Hilton gave us that uplift. You know, the crowd was going crazy. You see T. Wild Hilton again. And he, he finished the game with five receptions, 80-something yards. It's a hell of a game. And mind you, T.Y. owns the Texans. So him coming back against the Texans with, you know, all of, all of God's plan. And Carson, once again, he was just phenomenal, phenomenal. And right now we're heading to that peak. Like I said, since the beginning of the offseason, we've got Carson Wentz. 
Frank Wright is going to bring the best out of you. And right now he's being the best out of Carson Wentz. I believe since they played together since the Eagles 2017 until now, Carson Wentz, I believe, I quote me wrong, over 38 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Tells you a lot. Frank Wright will get you. To, you can tell Frank Wright's a good coach when he brings the best out of your quarterback, which he's been doing for the past couple of years with each, you know, quarterback carousel that we have. But besides that, Carson Wentz was like, I think, 11 for 20, 204 yards, two touchdowns. Again, Zero turnovers. Um, for the running game, Jonathan Taylor, Lamont, he he is going to be a star in, in the NFL. He had I think 14 rushes, 146 yards, and he ran for he broke out for 83 yards in one play. Jonathan Taylor, um, rook, last last year in rookie, he was third in the NFL. I think for the past three weeks, so we started the running the ball again. I think his second in the NFL with rushing. Jonathan Taylor is going to. He reminds me of, of, a, of a young Andrew James. Right now, he's just working on his hands and still. And remember, Wisconsin, he had back-to-back 2,000 yards. Legend, legendary career in, in college. And Jonathan Taylor is, is truly amazing. And let's go to our defense. Darius Leonard, in I think five straight games, has caused a turnover. Darius Leonard is playing his ass off. Like I said before, remember, he had ankle surgery. So in due time, he's going to get back to that rhythm of Darius Leonard. Like I said before, in the beginning of the season, maybe I was overreacting, that he looked lost out there. He wasn't, you know... Didn't have it though that his foot under him. As of right now, the game's going slower to him. And here right now, he's been a force to reckon with seven touchdowns, uh, seven touchdowns, seven um tackles, and one forced fumble. One of the there is that he has a knack for causing fumbles. What he does is punches the ball. Instead of tackling, he's gonna go for that ball and punches out. And basically, that's what causes a lot of fumbles. Um, besides that, great overall game between our team. And as of right now, we're going through these next few stretches where we have to win these games and we're which are wonderful games. So our uh, codes are trending upward and hopefully we can consist, you know, keep that rolling with the running game. It was a great game. I root for Wentz, but I have to not root for your team because <laughs> I need a top pick, my guy. So we knew this though. We knew it. We picked the Colts and I believe I said it. If the Colts lose to this team, Kev, you're in trouble. We might, like, you know, but when, I'll, I will tell anybody, trading Wentz was the dumbest mistake they made. He was going to make us pay. He's going to have a, a MVP type year. So, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I may be overreacting, but after these few games, I think Carson was definitely our guy for the next five to 10 years. As long right. as he's healthy. Of course. Next, to my Giants fan, I, I am truly sorry. Like, it's, it has to be heartbreaking to be a Giants fan right now. Rams put a beating on you guys, a straight beating, dominating game. Not really much to say, which is a pure domination by the Rams. When you out there throwing no look touch, uh, no look passes, <laughs> you know that defense in trouble. <laughs> Next, we got Chiefs in Washington. I believe I picked the Washington last week just because you know the Chiefs were struggling and first half Chiefs were struggling. Um, Patrick Mahomes, I believe he has 15 enters and I think 14 straight games, 13 straight games. Mahomes has definitely been a turnover machine this year with interceptions. With playing reckless ball, will catch up to you, and in the playoff time, that will get you horribly. And as of right now, it's regular season, so right now it won't phase you as much. But she's gonna have a tough, tough road in the playoffs this year. I don't know what's going on with them, but their defense is so trash that if they're not up by two touchdowns, their defense doesn't look good. They face the team that they're quarterback you don't know what you're going to get from him is still inconsistent so 
good wins from the Chiefs because when I looked at it at one point, it was 13 to 10. Then I turn around, it's 31 13. <laughs> <laughs> this right here, I think the Vikings will win this game. And <laughs> but this is definitely a good game. But Sam Donald, he's slowly coming back to the Sam Donald. The Jets turn the ball over so much, and right now they're back to I think three or three. And one thing I say about uh, Christian McCaffrey, he's slowly becoming Todd early, man. I feel the Panthers used him so much his first few years, but right now he they blew the tires off. They blew this car up. Like this car is broken down, and. Yeah, he's gonna be the next top guard. I'm sorry to say, Christian McCarthy's career is is trending downwards, and it's gonna continue going downwards. Right now, he went over IR out for the next three games, and that's if uh, honestly his career is basically, I don't see it coming back up again. Yeah, unfortunate. These running backs get the worst. You you run them to the ground within two years, and then you don't pay them. I feel like when it comes to running backs out of college, what you can pay them shouldn't be a cap because their careers are so short that you should be able to pay them any amount. Now, you know how there's a cap like, oh, first round pick can only make this much money. Da, 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 da. So it's unfortunate. If he's on that team right now, that team's not three and three. Oh, definitely not. <clears throat> but you you did pick the fucking Vikings though. <laughs> All right, next we got Chargers and Ravens. I picked the Chargers, picked the Ravens and my God, Chargers got their ass whooped. And Lamar, I'm gonna say this right now. We gotta put some respect on the Ravens. Cause remember at the beginning of the season, we said that you know all these injuries, they might be in, in a 500 team. Lamar Jackson has them at 5-1 right now. Easy could be you know, one of the front runners for MVP. And Lamar Jackson, granted, he's not a, one of the great passes, but he's getting his he's getting the wins that he's supposed to get. And close to the Ravens, you know, I mean right right there is definitely good coaching right there in that team. He's doing it with nobody really, too. He, out of all these other dudes that are in the MVP conversation, their weapons are way better than Lamar's. Dak, look at Dak's weapons. Look at Tom Brady's weapons. Look at um, oh, look at Murray's weapons. Look at Josh Allen's weapons. Yeah. All right, next we have Cardinals and Browns. Cardinals put a whooping on the Browns. As of right now, I believe Baker Mayfield has a torn labor on his shoulder. Right now, I think they lost two straight games. Like I said before, if the Browns continue to lose, losing more games, you're going to shut down Baker because there's a right now. That injury could turn to something serious, which can never be the same again. And Cardinals, don't, you get a new toy next week. Zach Ertz, you only got better. It, it's crazy how scary the Cardinals is. <laughs> Cardinals, are they just got better, and they are already the best team in the NFL. How does that work? Sad, man, sad. Next, we got Broncos and Raiders. I believe I picked the Broncos, you picked the Raiders, and Raiders definitely showed up in their new coach, and maybe this is, you know, turning point of hopefully the Raiders turning up. They were turning this one. They headed this way. But as of now, to be a Raiders fan is tough nowadays. Yeah, good win by the Raiders, though. Good good, good quality when they needed that. All right, next game. It was very, a very controversial game, uh, Cowboys and Patriots. Before I start, Diggs, my God, another goddamn turnover, another interception. He's definitely playing his ass off this year, but the Cowboys played to lose that game. They did everything they can to lose that game. The Patriots couldn't capitalize on certain things. Um, Mac Jones, definitely a good quarterback. You know, Patriots, you know, are going to be good once again in the next in the year or two. Uh, but Cowboys, you know, Mike McCarthy <laughs> made them lose that game, but somehow they put it off to win that game, if that makes sense. Um, maybe that's why he got booted out of Green Bay. Mm. But 
Diggs has seven picks, right, in six games. Yo, a lot, I think three or four of those picks were, like, bad at balls. Like, somebody's hands are on the ball, they don't catch it, and he he has to be the luckiest son of a bitch in the world right now. <laughs> it, it falls to him. Boom. Not mad at him, though. He is balling. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> um, next, we have Seahawks and Steelers. DK basically cost him that game, trying to get extra yards where he fumbled. Sometimes playing hero ball like Shannon said, said can definitely be, you know, can hinder your team. And for DK to go out there, Shannon Sharp, who has, you know, one of the greatest careers of all time at the tight end, it's not a good look for you. You're only year three in. Yeah. Uh, so when I heard Russell Wilson might be coming back soon, he's trying to his power to come back early, which he will. I think in two weeks, <coughs> we see Wilson again. Well, it's at least three weeks they put him on IR. Yeah. Um, Heard they're trying to sign Cam. Mm. Got to be good. I mean, Steelers don't look good either, so it's like not much to really talk about. A win is a win, I guess, right? Yeah. All right, next we got um, Phils and Titans. Phils did some dumb shit and went for the fourth down. I think Josh Allen slipped and fell on the fourth fourth and one and basically made Tennessee win that game. Uh, Derek Hangman, my God, this man is a force of a running back. I believe he had 23 rushes, 146 yards. My goodness, this man is a credible hawk as a running back. So I have a question after I, I, I speak on this. So Derrick Henry is averaging 130.5 yards a game, or <laughs> 4.8 yards per carry, 1.6 touchdowns a game, right? At this pace, he will finish, if he continues this, he will finish the year with 2,218 yards and 18 touchdowns. Holy shit. Okay. When are we going to put him in the MVP conversation? Soon, because without him, Tennessee's um, barely fighting. That team's not winning. Nope. It's not winning. So let, let me give you a little quick breakdown because, you know, I ran the numbers because I was thinking, I'm like, last year, boy had 2,000 yards, right? Yeah. Was it last year? Yeah, 2,000 yards last year. Had 2,000 yards. So, I'm thinking, I'm like, well, damn, why why are we not giving him his credit? He has literally three games of three touchdowns in in, the, in, in that game, in a game. Like, what? <laughs> what? It, we're playing Madden. He's playing Madden. He's very disrespectful. He's playing Madden. And last year, yeah, he had 2,027 yards. Five point four yards a carry, 17 touchdowns, and no MVP talk? I think it's time. <clears throat> yeah, not only that, I have a question for you. What's up? Remember when everybody doubted him because of your favorite player of all time, Trent Richardson, because they were very similar? All right, dude. Now, he, he – Bro, he's literally improved every single year. First year, 490. Second year, 744. Third year, 1,059 yards. Fourth year, 1,540 yards. Then 2027. If my man puts up 22, you got to give him MVP. Like, how many? Like, what? Come on, son. 
All right, guys. Well, Lamar, we're heading down the home stretch, and we're now going to do prediction time, which is my, my favorite part of the show. We got Broncos and Browns Thursday night. I'm going to Browns in this game. Yeah, they they have they have to win this game. Yeah. We got Washington and Packers. Washington going to um to Green Bay. Why do I pick otherwise? I got Aaron Rodgers in this game. Let's see, this game I, I I need the Chiefs to win this game. Uh, Kansas City versus um Tennessee Titans. I'm going Kansas City in this game. I'm going Derrick Henry, Buck Fitty. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we got Falcons and Dolphins. Two very bad teams going at it. I got Dolphins winning. <clears throat> yeah, I like the way two would look. I got Dolphins. All right, next, we got Jets and Patriots. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I take it back. I need the Dolphins to lose, baby. I need the top pick. <laughs> I'm going Falcons, dog. All right, next, we got Jets and Patriots. Um, I'm going to Patriots anyways. <laughs> All right, we, after that, we got Panthers and Giants. I got Panthers winning this game. The Giants right now just have nothing going for them right now. <laughs> man, it's not much to say, man. That team is – they're worse than my team. That's saying a lot. All right. <coughs> this here could possibly be game of the week. Bengals and Ravens. I'm going with the Bengals in this game. Yeah, I, I think I'm, a, I'm leaning towards the Bengals just a little more. All right, we got your team going down to uh, Las Vegas. Well, the Eagles in this game is a prize win. No, thank you. I'll, I'll go Ravens. Oh, my God. <laughs> Homecoming game for Matthew Stafford. Lions versus Rams. I'm going Rams in this game. 48-point win. Okay. <laughs> um, if if <coughs> Lions in L.A., if Matthew Stafford, I mean, if Jared Goff wants to give one final fu, <laughs> he comes out, he wins this game. Um, my heart is telling me the Rams, but I wouldn't be surprised if Matt, uh, if, if Jared Goff plays so, the best game he'll ever play just to get this win. All right, we got Texas and the Cardinals. Yeah, we want the Cardinals. All right, then now we have Bears and Buccaneers. Um, Buccaneers is gonna win this game um decisively too. We're not gonna forget last year when Tom Brady was lost. He was like, he went like this. No, Tom Brady, he he can joke at himself sometimes, but I promise you, he's gonna take it different and destroy the Bears this week. He was a meme, yeah, because of the Bears. They're gonna be a meme because of him. <laughs> All right, after that, we got Sunday night, Colts and 49ers. I believe Jimmy G is coming back. Um, I got Colts winning this game. This game is a tough one. Um, both teams are very inconsistent at the moment. I don't like Jimmy G, so if he's coming back, I'm definitely going Colts. And also, this is a, a home game for uh, the Forrest Buckner. Remember, he was one time a 49er, and I feel like he's going to have a lot to prove in this game. He's like, are you trading me away? You feel like I wasn't worth it to keep you keep me? Watch this. And Darius Leonard, I'm going to say it again, he causes another fumble in this game. All right. After that, we got Saints and Seahawks. <laughs> we got Jameis Winston and Geno Smith. I, I, got, 
I got, I got, I got the Saints, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I got Saints. All right, well, that was definitely a good show. You know, definitely a good NBA preview for you know tonight. You know, the NBA coming back. You know, giving our thoughts on how NBA every NBA team is doing. Also, we broke down how the Colts and Eagles did this past week, and also gave our predictions. And also comment below and let me know what you guys thought. You know how your team this year and NBA is going to do, and also how your team did this week in uh, NFL. And before we end this guy, Lamont, where can they find you at? You can find me on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. Once again, hit that subscribe button right there. And this is Culture Sports.